Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. The new Willy Wonka Golden Ticket Games from the Virginia Lottery are here. The Scratcher gives you the chance to win up to $100,000. The online game gives you the chance to win up to $1 million. For more information, visit VALottery.com. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. <laughs> That's when the cannibalism started. Man, we got Om Shinrikyo, and I say uh. we. I say we. <laughs> yeah, what did we do exactly to get Om Shinrikyo? Nothing. Okay, good. That's what I thought. Technically, we helped their cause in many ways by broadcasting their name out more and yeah. more. But we got them. We got we each got one em. of their, their dirty little feet. Just dangling in the wind. Oh, my goodness. All right. This is Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben Kissel. That is Henry Zabrowski. I don't know. I think they were probably very clean. I think they clean you before they kill you uh, there. That's what we're talking about in Japan. Um, Umshinrikyo, the final, I believe, what was it? The final six or the final seven? Uh, they were executed this past Thursday, so now it's official. Um, Shinrikyo is dead. I mean, I still believe that there are some holdouts. Let you me, think so? I, I believe that there are ones that are uh, still kind of holding, like because the website's still available and shit like really? that. Really? Like they have a, they had some because remember they they changed. It turns to into a left, which is this. Uh, if you go to w, English dot a left a l e p h dot t o uh-huh. there's a bunch of shit on here as well oh, um, okay. which is still like kind of a, a boiling it down to more of what was the the core central belief systems and their kind mm-hmm. of their reading stuff so there's somebody running this website it's not huh. a good website no well of course um Shinrikyo meant the supreme truth what does the new term mean i don't know let ah. me actually look this up alf all right, the Ohm related. Okay, here's some of this is. So they kind of distance themselves from okay. this. Okay, that's All maybe right. for the best. Out of kind of the real- Sarin attack. I but, think yeah. so. Yes, because it says here immediately in 2000 they have like a reaction to the Ohm related incidences. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Basically, they said they quit Ohm Shinrikyo and did their own shit. But if you want to get deeper into this stuff, you should definitely read alef.to to see for yourself. Uh yes. but there's a, these, it, but we got them the last six members were uh the last six members were ex- executed on yes. July 26th. Now, it seems like apparently in Japan they they like get you. What do you mean they get you? I mean, we get a lot of people here. I think we're when it comes to criminal uh justice and being very hard on people, I think we're number 1. But we do a thing where we're like, we're going to get you. But on uh-huh. September 9th of 2021, and then you just have to sit, and then you file right. your appeals, and you yes. do all this shit. Or in Japan, it's like they bring you your macaroni and cheese for the day Ooh. or whatever, your Salisbury steak, I imagine. Ooh, I don't think want. that either of those, I think both of those are far too nice uh, I for think what people get, get on death row. Wait, don't they get, no, they get like, I they think get they get a better loaf. food. No, you think so? I don't fucking know. It's I actually, like, yeah, I don't know. Food in America, on death row. 
In America, you get a loaf, and it's really sad, and it tastes horrible. No one knows what's in it. It's full of fingernails and hair and things like that. And that's what you just eat for the rest of your life. And there was, I forget the serial killer that we covered who got sentenced to death row. And in the U.S., because of our Constitution, you get mandatory appeals. And the guy was like, can we not? Can I just go already? I don't want to be in go. this. Ca- I don't want to be in this tube for eighteen years. And they're like, "No, we will have justice work itself out. We will make sure you're guilty." And he's like, "I'm guilty. I guarantee I'm guilty. you, I'm guilty." But no, they in Japan, what they do is they wait for you to just sit in there, and you're good and comfortable, and you're really getting good at your, I guess, ab workouts. Or oh, you walk have to. around inside of your cell. I mean, you got to. You got to. Of course. Cut. Uh, yeah. And then they just go like, "We're getting you today," and they grab you. And right. then they string you up. I they don't even so. let you know. Well, you know what? The sarin attack it killed 13 people. Let's not forget that. Injured 600 folks. So now officially the saga is ended. Japan can move on. And I think that uh, for the folks, the victims of the sarin attack, I wonder if they breathe a sigh of relief today. I hope so. Or this week. Honestly, they just needed to go. These are very dangerous human beings. And Japan doesn't execute people very often. So these guys were made, uh, it was kind of like made an example of. Oh, yeah. Where if you try to take over a world right. with your, like, your army of mountain wizards, like the only way to really punish them is to kill a bunch. We were of- talking before the show, though. You know, it's, you know, we did the episodes. But 13, you would think, I mean, you know, you... There's easier ways to do it. They really did make it a very difficult uh, experience for them. 13 people murdered, obviously, that's far too many. But with the sarin attack, they didn't have to be so extreme. They probably could have killed more people. I'm happy they didn't. Well, a part but of I think it is really that we, what did we learn from the episodes is that they muffed it up. They didn't do yes. it right. They rushed it because they they realized there was going to be a raid on one of their facilities, so they rushed it. And what does that teach you? Same thing with I've been learning from my I am unfortunately with a personal trainer to try to get me an inch tighter for the mm, wedding. And right. this mother, it's about doing it slow, right? And low, it's low and slow. Make the motions <laughs> count. So you have to so sit he- and think about it. He is, uh, he's training you the exact same way that that one dude cooked the turkey in that infomercial, <laughs> just slow and low. What's his name again? Said it and forget it. I believe yeah. it's... Ro- Popeel? Ropeel? I think pa- it's Propeel. Propeel? Said it and forget it, guy. Love that. Ron, Ron Popeel. Oh, that one was great. God, he's doing really good. He's uh, Ron Popeel did a little funny thing where he was trying to, to say something to... What was this before? Is he dead? Maybe no, he's, he's not dead. No, he's alive. Thank he's continuing God. Life. He was doing a fun little Harvey Weinstein joke I'm seeing here. Oh, apparently in Texas, they no longer do the last meal thing. Oh, what do you mean no no more last meal? No, now it's a set meal. What? And also on, and on death row, you eat regular food. Oh, I I mean, I have heard it's a loaf. Unless, unless they're feeding everyone loaves, and maybe they're doing that in Texas. But I feel like, you know, the last meal, it's... It's one. It's a tradition. It's American tradition. Yeah, like what Christmas used to be, and now look what's oh. been done to it by the Democrats. I Another know. thing done. Another thing taken from our hands. Last I meal, you get it. to see all those fun photo galleries of the last meals of people in death row. <laughs> those are gone now. Can't say Merry Christmas anymore. Oh, God. Man. What is what this? What a bummer. What oh. is this? But honestly, yeah, I guess it, it is good that we got they that they we got them. I guess so. I don't know if they were going to be doing any more damage. They're hanging out in their uh, jail cells, but nonetheless, a lesson learned. If you're going to plan a sarin attack, maybe you should think about what happens to you if you do. Shoka Asahara 
needed to go. I do believe that he had some power and influence from inside jail because until they kill it, because we made the, we, I think we even, I don't know if we did it on this show, but we made the joke on stage mm-hmm. about how like he had one last attempt. Oh yeah. To prove he could levitate. You know, in full disclosure, that's a Travis Morningstar bet. Yeah, they gave him one last shot. And said, okay, and do you, it. And you know when he's sitting in that cell, his thighs, they had to get real strong. Because the producer's like, like constantly bumping up and down. He's like, get a picture. Get a picture. No one's taking a picture. What's the point of even doing this? I wonder if they forbade him from doing the thigh exercises because they knew it no. only made it more dangerous. No. I think they go in there. I think about Japanese police and they go in there and whip him. With like no. a reed, he has like a big long stick. I don't know what cops have because I don't think they have guns there. They have like like uh, whips. They have some. They have something else. They have I like bows they, and arrow. No, I think they just have guns and, and maybe uh, I don't know. I feel like they're they don't they don't use the gun as much as the American cops. They're they're better with their hands. I think they're taught more actual physical self defense and things like that. Yeah, you they use that. The, the Hebrew series of grips, Krog Maga. Ooh, I would love to yeah, learn, learn how to do that. Yeah, well, you hit, can. You would be no, all grip. How oh, do I dude. do that? Oh, okay, I will show you this. I can't okay. show you this because it's like a one day with for, for the stream. So I was at After the Roast. Uh, I went to go see Roast Battle Shoot with, with Ed Larson and Jeff oh, Ross. Okay. I went in back at Jeff Ross's house. Was that and, the Bruce um, Willis roast? No, 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 no. Oh. I didn't go to the important one. I went to the, the TV one, the normal oh. one, the serious one. And oh, so the, one I went, the, the one where the comedians who have no money tear each other down for very little money. Yes, yes, Perfect. exactly. Yes, yeah, yeah, for cable <laughs> credits. But I went and um, I got very, very stoned. Uh, and I got home and I got into this. Okay. It's a martial art known as Uechiria, okay, which is all about grips, right? Hmm. And what they do is they walk around and they, they grab big pots with their hands and okay. they lift them up. That's their main exercise. They lift these pots by gripping them with their hands, the lids of them, isn't and they lift just, them up. Isn't that just being a sous chef? What's yeah, the difference? I mean, yeah, but they start filling the pots with different levels of sand and rocks oh, to make them heavier. Oh. And then they spend hours a day slapping their hands against boards to make their hands as grippable as possible. And they'll grip a man to submission at any point. Well, I feel like that's what these Japanese officers use. And they just maybe. grab Shoko Asahara by the feet. And then he can't do anything because they got him by the feet and he's wriggling around like a snake. And then Could they try be. to, you know... Is that like their version of like what we have at like Muscle Beach where all the guys are working out, shaking their pecs, their butts, little balls for reasons of steroids abuse? Uh, Is that their equivalent of it? No. That's not what I'm saying. No. No, no, no. They don't do this in public. No, this is just YouTube videos of a YouTube documentary of it where I went and saw it. And these guys are cut as fuck lifting lifting these jars, man. Really? Yeah, All man, right. but they're not doing it on a beach. They need concentration. They can't have a bunch of girls shaking their breasts at them, hooting and hollering, getting them all hot and bothered while they're trying you to know, grip these jugs. Not, think, those are not the jugs they need to be seeing. I don't think that the ladies really like the guys on Muscle Beach. I think the ladies get freaked out by muscles. The guys <laughs> do it for the guys. You're, because then the guys fun. are like, look at that trap. Look at that weird muscle that I don't know how to pronounce. You're, it's protruding. It's so strong. No one even wants to see it. It's not natural. I think some women do. I, I don't know. Some men do. It's like I will like Natalie will come in and I'll be watching several hours of World's Strongest Man footage. Well, but that's, that's not cut. That's different. No, that's, that's not different. Cut. That's no, cut. and that's like that's like Magnus for Magnuson, who is like he will protect your home 
from Umshinrikyo or an army of Vikings. Well, yeah, because you have to go against, because you could get Magnus Magasin versus the remaining members of Om Shinrikyo. I would pay to see that fight. That's at like, would you rather fight like, was it like a chicken, a horse-sized chicken yeah. or a 20 chicken-sized horses? Isn't that a Reddit thing? <laughs> Something like that. But you got Mag yeah. Magazine just slapping these, <laughs> grabbing them and smashing their heads together and shit. It would be like when um, like uh, when Thor met the Incredible Hulk in the most recent Thor movie, the Incredible Hulk very strong, and he's destroying all the people in the arena. Remember that? Why are they fighting? I thought they were friends. For They were fighting for the entertainment of the leader. What? Yes. When, in which movie? Ragnarok. Ragnarok. I don't watch any of these things. Why don't you, you don't watch the superhero movies? You really should because they're so fantastic. No, 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 man. I watch Ken Burns Vietnam every night. Yes. By the way, I think the the appeal of the Muscle Beach yeah. is that you get to see a bunch of strong, dangerous men be in a playground together and forced to be friends. Yes. Yeah, that's true. You see the tension. Well, they are friends because they 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 lather each other. Because at some point you get so muscular that then it's almost like you have you have to live like a my six hundred pound life individual, and you have to have people lather you in places you can no longer reach. I'll put it this way: we have been very close friends for what ten years. Yeah, probably. I can't imagine the amount of money that would need to be given to me in order for me to lather your back with like sunscreen. Like I don't know bucks. what it would. I'll like, give you fifty bucks. Fine. All right. <laughs> um, I'm I, I was gonna do it for 25. Oh, interesting! You've been undercut. Travis, you get to do it then. Congrats. <laughs> uh, we sh we got to talk about this one story because this is political, yes. and you know I like my little political nerd stuff. But this is also Mr. Zabrowski territory. Yes. There is a dude now. This is a uh, Denver Riggleman. He's a businessman, bit of a white supremacist. Uh, he is also a huge. Sasquatch or Bigfoot enthusiast, and this has apparently become quite a significant issue on the campaign trail. He's running against this gal, Leslie Cockburn. Cockburn. She, she, she's the Democrat. And the thing is, uh, this is a very Republican district. It's the fifth district in Virginia. They got a six point lead usually over the over the Democratic Party. So Republicans tend to win. The last dude who uh, ran there and won won by fifty eight percent of the vote. So it's possible. It's not the white supremacy that seems to be getting this guy in any trouble. This is right near the Charlottesville area. Yes. It's not the white supremacy, but it's his love of Bigfoot and the possibility that he also wrote erotica, which Henry, you may have read. I may have read it. He has a book coming out. So according to what they found was a post on his private Instagram, which he posted a picture of Bigfoot with a big censored block over what I assume to be is his cock <laughs> with the statement cover art for hashtag mating habits of Bigfoot almost complete. I hide nothing in this magnificent tome. Don't erase the censor box. Now, it does. It is a funny bit. And they do want to say yes. it's erotica. He is saying which is very interesting, that uh, what he is saying is it has nothing to do with Bigfoot erotica, which makes me laugh, by the way. I'm sure Bigfoot erotica writers are excited everywhere. He sure. says it's more of a fun pastiche of, of jokes and shit, like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but yes. filled with, uh, filled with uh, Bigfoot lore. Now, can we actually play this clip 
Travis, that technically shows that Denver Riggleman knows exactly what he's talking about when it comes to Bigfoot lore. This is really amazing. But I do want to stress just once again, this is according to Miss Cockburn. She says, now he has been exposed as a devotee of Bigfoot erotica. And then she says, this is not what we need on Capitol Hill. I he's a just, white supremacist. I he is a white supremacist. How is the Bigfoot erotica? This, this actually makes him a little bit likable. What anyway. it shows to me... Is just the, the failure of the, the fucking Democrats across the <laughs> what fucking is board. It is literally is the, a microcosm it's of exactly what they do wrong <laughs> every fucking time because it just makes him more charming. Play yeah, the let's, footage. Let's attack him for the coolest thing he's into, Bigfoot. You spent about an hour talking about Sasquatch, and I thought that was really weird. <laughs> you think... <laughs> That's that's Riggleman. Well, that is um, Riggleman. I was, oh my gosh. So I assume uh, there's a Sasquatch there, coming. There, there could be. He's, uh, he's sort of a monkey. He is sort of a monkey. Well, it depends on who you're arguing with, right? You know, there's there's four different major Bigfoot belief type systems. You know, you got the biological entity believers, who I call the BEs. And, no, I can't go into this. <laughs> no, go into it. No, go down. No, I'm, going I'm to so this. embarrassed. His campaign yeah, manager is so, like, no, no. Well, Talk about well, white supremacy. So I did research for 10 years on Bigfoot believers because um, it's not that I'm I, listen, I, I'd love to pander to Bigfoot voters, but we're going to we're going to talk about them right now. You're skeptical. I'm skeptical. Um, just to let everybody know, I'm skeptical. But um, there's there's you know, there's almost like this religious war between Bigfoot believers. You have the B.E.s. And uh, I came up with this myself. So, it, again, uh, the biological entity believers who believe that Bigfoot's, uh, you know, either, you know, descended from Gigantopithecus Blackie. Matt, God, you know, not which is the big eight, Or like Homo erectus, which is, you know, it's a oh. man, baby. So, you know, you have... You know these, you know these these differing ones, and even they hate each other because you know Bigfoot can attack you with infrasound like an elephant. I just want to let you know, or psychic terror vibes, right, to make you run through the woods and crash into a tree so they can drag you into the woods and create baby Bigfoots. And then you have, um, you have the people believe in the mystical Bigfoot of the Quaventalure, who's protecting us from the Dracos and the 264 or 264 million year war, and uh, they they're like interdimensional long jumpers, right? They can jump in and out. You know you can't see them. Uh, then you have the Magic Man theory, which is sort of the you know the Native American mythology that he can take you with his eyes and lead you into the woods and it's a protector of the environment and then you have the interstellar theory which ufo is just like a bigfoot hitchhiker right they drop him off he's here like hey what's going on and then he can beam up or down so you can't kill him so you have all these bigfoot belief systems um and i just found it incredible uh that they they actually believe this and and i think that I love the fact that I'm fighting for the freedom to people, you know, that I fought for that freedom that you can oh, believe in. Oh, right. Any type Look, of he's Bigfoot fighting for your freedom, Mr. Zabrowski. I know. That I you know. can believe in any Bigfoot story or any Bigfoot beliefs that you want. What I love is that, and then the YouTube comment that is at very top says, by Dream Demon, uh, this man is more real than anyone in Congress on the left. He found something he wanted to understand and keeps his mind open to different outlooks. This is like the shifting to that collusion is good. That thing that they're trying to do now where that like, the collusion is good. Why wouldn't I don't you want to have friends? It's fair. It does not matter. It's all, it's all, whatever. It's all horseshit. It's all a game that's been bought and sold a long time ago. But I mean, he does uh, allude to the fact that what he is writing is erotica. Uh, I yes. don't know if he's doing it because it's fun or because it's, I mean, obviously it is fun. The man well, uh, has spent quite a bit of time researching Bigfoot, which is yes. again, fine. I mean, I have to say, uh, you know, and you're more of the expert on the uh, uh, on the cryptids than I. I mean, he really did seem to know quite a bit. He makes Bigfoot sound like a Mega Man boss. 
He does. Well, because that's what a lot of those guys do, because they never, ever want to just believe that maybe it's a monkey or maybe it's not real. They love all the side lore. Wait till we do the Montauk project, which is close, that we're working on. I mean, like, he pops in there. He's a time traveler. Well, you know, he is so into Bigfoot or, or just apes in general. He runs a distillery. He's a small business owner. He runs a distillery that distributes gin, vodka, and whiskey, all three kinds of liquor. Although, no tequila which is unfortunate and the name of it is silverback distillery he is just way into this stuff and you do have to imagine at some point it is a uh, it has become a fetish i believe that he has taken his fascination to a, to an extreme a new and extreme because he also wrote another book called bigfoot exterminators incorporated the partially cautionary mostly true tale of monster hunt 2006 <laughs> in this short epic written with don barone a former former writer for ESPN that I think is actually the base of Ray Barone who wrote, who uh, was Everybody Loves Raymond, who also was a sports writer. Very, really? very interesting. I don't know why I know all this and also know for a fact that that's weirdly connected. See, there are passages including the narrator touching Bigfoot balls with a walking stick, <laughs> Denver getting an ass massage, a reference oh, no. to baiting Bigfoot <laughs> with menstrual blood, which is they've talked about it many times, and an assertion that Bigfoot's like sex too. Ah, <laughs> oh, no kidding. You know, well, and that's what he said here. And when you interview people that have different belief systems, you start to see that there's even different belief systems within the Bigfoot community, which is true. And it's a little bit like politics. It is a little bit. He has, in full disclosure, he does have a a, a thing out here about Charlottesville. He said it's a horror, and he does not support Nazis, and he doesn't like that the white oh. supremacists were there. So Whoa. he did say... He oh. did say that. Oh, thank um, him. Thank him so, so much. Yes. I'm he, so glad Mr. Riggleman was against <laughs> the boys with the torches. <laughs> oh, yes. my God. He was in the military, and he says, I fought for our ideals of freedom, and to have khaki-wearing individuals spitting in the face of those ideals while parading abject ignorance through Charlottesville chills me to the bone. So he said it's a wake-up call. So Meanwhile, he's just got to fall every night. He just imagines just practicing with a cucumber with a mitten wrapped around it, filleting <laughs> Bigfoot behind a fucking d- dumpster somewhere where only it's only his secret and his alone. I don't right. think Cockburn actually is not she's not helping herself. And obviously no, everybody's now so. jumping on everyone's jumping on this. We even us, I almost even feel bad even us talking about it because we fucking gave him a boost too. It's more Maybe. it's all of this Honestly, same shit. Man- he didn't bring it up. Miss Cockburn brought this up on Sunday. I don't know why. The midterms are 97 days away now. I have no idea why this is like, this is going to be the one that really destroys him. I don't I know don't why she even know. brought it up. Leave the Bigfoot out of it because now she just seems like, what are you doing? Reading it? Are you reading the erotic? Yeah, exactly. What do you think you're, about it, Miss Cockburn? You looking for it? You looking for it every day? Wondering where you, how you could cock your husband if you My have one goodness. to this Bigfoot lad? Yes, I don't and fucking know. the guy is the dude. This is great. This is funny for Top Hat too. This guy who's replacing he's replacing this dude Tom Garrett. He almost got sixty percent of the vote, but he's not seeking re-election. 
um, after he reportedly asked his staff to perform tasks outside their duties, and then he cited he's now going to go uh, have treatment for alcoholism. So that's the reason he's <laughs> stepping aside. So perhaps this man, uh, Riggleman, got him drunk off of his gin, got him drunk off of his vodka. Whoa, got him he's the fucking supplier of the He's advice. the supplier, knowing that Mr. Garrett couldn't handle it. Interesting. It's possible. It's possible. I it's like nefarious. that conspiracy theory. I yep. uh, I am I am just ashamed only just because he know he it does he did all the same reading that we've done he knows exactly yes. what's going on <laughs> and then uh, uh, it's just it's I, you know what I also now I'm starting to get to the point that I think is very hack where everybody says the same like. This is where our country's coming to. Uh, or like, can you believe they have lines every week? It's like, no, man, it's been like this for a long time. It just was kind of secret. It was just kind of what you dealt with for a very long time. Henry Kissinger, uh, he tried to get Operation Popeye going, where they were doing all these weather th- weather modifications over hmm. fucking Vietnam during uh, from 1967 to 1972. And that shit's real. So, yeah, sometimes Republicans are into Bigfoot erotica because oh, it's a my. thing that they do that's better than them, I guess, well, fingering their employees. You know, I will say that the Republican Party, there's some Democrats that hunt out there too, but they like the woods. They like to be out. They like to be covered in, in random soot and things like that. They like to hide under brushes and pretend they're little bushes and trees. Yeah, So sure. it makes more sense. I mean, why not? They have a, a, an eye for adventure. They love to be armed. And why do you need to be armed? Because maybe there's a Bigfoot outside. Honestly, Bigfoot should be met with peace. He's well, wise yes. man of the mountain. You, we talked about you, this last time. But you think that's going to happen, man? As soon as that's why they don't show up, man. As soon as a Bigfoot or an alien shows up, it's going to be it's going to be a bloodbath. Okay, what has to happen is it's going to be uncomfortable at first, but it, what it ha- what it has to go. You see a Sasquatch. You see a wise man of the mountain come through the brush. Mm. I'm going to say Kissel. Obviously, I'm looking at you only because of your size. Yes, but also I know. me as well. Honestly, I would say the best way to go uh-huh. is to present yourself. <laughs> Just to let him sniff you. I don't. You get an off oh force. My. Listen. Oh, and let my him goodness. choose what he wants to do. Or it uh-huh. could be a female. You can tell right. by the tits. Yeah, I don't if know if that's true. But if it you present yourself once in a supine position, uh, it's trust, it will then hopefully also then pre- present itself, which then you're going to have to smell that asshole just uh-huh. out of being like, it's like when you go to like some place in when you're traveling and you're somewhere in Iceland and they're like, will you have the shark dick? And you were like, sure, okay. And you have to nibble on a little bit because know. Olga is asking you to do it and you're no. staying at her yurt and you don't want to get kicked out of the yurt for being impolite. No, I mean, I, I couldn't even get it before you slammed that thing down your mouth the way that you love your strange foods and whatnot. I'll do it in a fucking second, man. I just I had, a bunch you of foie gras cre- I had a bunch of foie gras cream on Ooh. top of a duck loaf. It was this little duck what? loaf and a bunch of foie gras-like kind of cream a, that was put on top of it. Ooh, so good. duck loaf is what they give people in solitary confinement. What is, what is, They should is be it? so lucky. Ugh, what did it taste like? Wonderful duck and beautiful, delicious foie gras. And then, and then, what is Natalie? And then Natalie looks at you doing that. And then, when did she? Is the and the marriage is still on? It's my only vice. 
That is not true. <laughs> I think you've had a little bit of Riggleman's booze as well. <laughs> all right. Not what all else the we, time, man. Not all Come the time. On, man. Yeah, look at me, man. Uh, Bigfoot erotica takes center stage in this Virginia race. It is, it is very interesting. And now and, you made the uh, whole conversation about Bigfoot erotica, and you're literally flipping his voters into thinking he's actually being inclusive. Yes. Like that's what you're doing, which he technically is in a way. But come on, man. Come on, guys. Let's get our fucking shit together. Okay, and I have to clarify. Riggleman is not a white supremacist, according to him. His running mate, Corey Stewart, was caught on camera uh, campaigning with a white supremacist. So you so, dump so the other guy. <laughs> you stop. Oh, my God. I will say, okay, let's get past before I really start screaming and say, telling my true feelings. I will. Uh, I really did get into a little bit of a weather modification Oh, like, you did. Whole. So Operation Popeye Israel. I mean, I don't know what happened. Someone sent me a website called weathermodificationhistory.com on the Twitter, which I'm okay. trying not to look at too much, but I'm trying to also glean things for side stories, ideas. Sure, there's sure. a couple of them that are just very interesting. It's just that, to me, I love the stories where the government did really wackadoo, fucked up stuff back in the 60s. And right. we have to act like now that there's more money and more technology than ever before, we all have to kind of sit and pretend like, oh, they don't do that stuff anymore. Where it's oh. like, I refuse to believe. I refuse yeah, to believe. Buddy. I have know, a book was- on skunk works I'm starting to read, which is very interesting. <laughs> it's real. It's the secret plane. <laughs> it is fun. That's why they did skunk works? That's why they did it. So uh. you'd laugh. And you wouldn't take it seriously. <laughs> no, I'm taking it very seriously. You know, it's funny. I actually had a chance to meet with, speaking of senators, one of Ted Cruz's number one people. And Ugh. he was telling me, uh, NASA, to your point, never a straight answer, Henry. That yes. is true. They're doing the Space Force. It's already all happening. It's all under covert operations. They should just come clean with it and let us know what's going on. But all that stuff is very true. I don't know about the weather mods, but. Well, the books I'm reading right now, the Three Body Problem trilogy, they have a re- they postulate a very interesting idea is that once we truly broker, if there's some sort of extraterrestrial threat that's either real or manufactured by one of the various world governments in order to create one new world order, one mm-hmm. of the ways that they can actually continue the sort of, I would say, surface-level division between countries is to create different national space fleets where all of the fleets from different countries all kind of have their own jurisdiction and then the rest of the planetary Earth is in a form of uh, some gigantic, all-consuming, kind of socialist slash more communist world where we are then run by a a pantheon of a world government. And then so they, they do a f- proxy wars between c- countries, but in space. That sounds exciting. I'm sure that they already are. I mean, the Space Force, they're recruiting right now, I believe. I don't know if Henry and I are allowed to be on it. I'm too big. And Henry, I'm not sure if you're, I think you got to be younger. I think that I got to be a lot of things. Yeah. I think I got to be braver. I think I have to be stronger. I think I need yeah. to have been a pilot. I technically need oh. glasses. Um, I did acid not that long ago, so it's still in the system. Like There's many things that would keep me from being on the Space Force. And again, right. if it didn't come out of his fucking mouth, I oh, would yeah. like the Space Force a lot more. Like hey, I'd man. be way more into it. 
Yes, I mean that's the thing. It's like, yeah, when I when our when our guy says it up there, it just sounds so stupid. But in reality, Space Force. Yeah, I want a Space yeah, Force. Yeah, yeah, Space Force. Because they already had see, they already had Project Blue Nile, where they actually went over Cuba to in order to lessen the amount of rain that they got, and then Pro- Operation Popeye. Well, how they do that? They put stuff in the sky. These like le- these what? like oxides, where they go and they they basically put dry ice or like lead based oxides up in the clouds, and it's supposed to either disperse them or join them up. Which is in Operation Popeye. Apparently, a lot they don't know. They don't have official numbers because it's all a lot of it's still classified. But they do believe that they raised mm. the amount of rainfall over Vietnam for, uh, some average of one to seven inches per year in order to muddy up the supply lines by basically what they. The big, uh, the CIA, uh, their tagline for the operation was "Make mud, not war." Really? Oh, they, that's, it sounds quite disgusting and in strange ways. Well, yeah, Vietnam was very gross, yeah. and if you watch Ken Burns' Vietnam, like I yeah. have been doing slowly over the last three or four weeks, because it puts it's me been out for like a sleep. decade, you know. I put it. I know. Okay, I know. But now it's on Netflix, so I watch ah. it in patches because I just go. I I do grandfather like sleeping. Yes, when I Ken, watch it, Ken Burns' grandfather like shows. It's perfect to fall asleep to. I love it. He's the best. Well, why do they always do it? It's like, a, what is it? Skunk Toots and, and Popeye. It, it doesn't really, it's, it, they're such nice names. Shouldn't it be called Operation Kahlua Mudslide? Ooh, Ooh. That would be, that's perfect. Well, if Sammy Hagar worked for the CIA, uh, then it would and we don't be. Know, and we don't know that he didn't. This we is Operation Cabo Wobble 9. <laughs> ah, quit plugging your tequila, it, Sammy. God, I love all of the old rock stars that just got into the bad food, bad booze biz. That's what Jimmy they were. Jimmy Buffett's le- legit, like one of the best restaurants in Florida. Did you re- have you actually ever been to a Margaritaville? Yeah, I went to one in Hollywood, Florida. Don't confuse it with Hollywood, California. No. There's real acting op- options in Florida. And uh, it was one of the better experiences I've ever had, man, because everyone's singing, everyone's having fun, everyone's kind of kicking. And uh, you got that Jimmy Buffett. Like, Jimmy Buffett's spirit is there, man, you know? Interesting. Yeah. I, I really actually wonder, because I would try it, because there, it's in a couple of airports we've been through. Yes. Yeah. But I would wonder what the quality will be. If you go I, to an airport, Margaritaville, because you don't really get to hear the sounds of the ocean. It's just piped in. Yeah, exactly. And you can't be wearing, you got to wear like a swimsuit. You got to have sand on your feet, man. You got to feel like, you got to feel like a wealthy 50 year old going through a divorce. You have to feel like you got nothing to lose. How disgusting would it be if they put it in a bunch of fake sand at the airport? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some people's feet on those planes, and I think they might have stepped in some sand. There is a very real contingency of people in Brooklyn that have adopted this sort of like vacation aesthetic, like a Margaritaville ironic kind of oh, thing. Oh, d- dude, which that's that what happens. Is that coming around the bend It's now? coming around the bend, and yes. it led me to, I walked through Bushwick, and I saw the two worst words ever combined. Uh-oh. Urban tiki. Oh, oh yeah, buddy. They're really trying to take because that's like it's obviously it's very LA because it's warm here, but they are trying to take that because Hawaiian shirts are everywhere now. Mm-hmm. And that's what people wear. Everybody's dressing like what's his name um, uh, from Jurassic Park, Nedry. The, Ned, the 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 one who gets beaten or uh, uh, spit on by that one yeah. thing, and then and Newman. Then resolves. Newman. Newman. You know what yeah. I will say? Cultural appropriation because it is the fat man's wear. 
That so is you don't what, want anyone else to be able to wear it. Uh, that is what it's a, that is what Hawaiian shirts are for. It's to show that I am relaxed enough to wear this big baggy shirt on vacation. Right. It is supposed to hide my rolls. You're going to come in here. It's like Jim Carrey taking Dr. Robotnik. It's uh-huh. the same thing where it's just like, oh, you're taking our rolls. They're taking, oh, oh, taking mm-hmm. my, my, you're taking my fat rolls. I had to take my own fat rolls. Now you're going to take my acting rolls. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering now. Is being overweight, being a little chunky, which is totally fine, uh, no big deal. It's we wonderful. All are. Is that a culture though? I don't think that that's a culture. I think you that's like a lifestyle. It's the people who took it from my former people. Because I even I can't even include myself into the the fat man world anymore. Because technically, I'm getting. I'm becoming a medium. Well, your personal trainer is not done with you quite yet. I think you can still wear, and then right after the wedding, you're going to balloon out. So don't even stress it. Keep no, them. no, no, no. I have to keep it in some modicum, or I'm just going to be wearing Spanx. Ooh. Spanx. I don't know about all that. They don't make them in my size. They make yeah, they do. They make no, them in they long. Don't. Yeah, no, they not, do. I'm like triple extra long. Anyway. I, I feel like you would be able to get, I mean, I'm certain they have stuff like the boa constrictor model, where it's like <laughs> fucking five feet of fucking the John spandex. Fit. <laughs> yes. Oh, that would be nice. The anaconda pant. That would be perfect. Well, are there any other stories here? I mean, they got water on Mars. We, we didn't really touch on that. There's 12 feet of water, apparently. It's 12 miles. Miles, But they don't yes, know if it's going to help in terraforming or not because everything's a fight. Right, so so that, so it's a little bit wet up there. Yeah, it's just we, and we then half that. the people in the world are like, now we get to go to Mars, and that's going to be incredible. And there's the other half of people being like, there's no way we're going to go to Mars, stupid. It'll never help with the... So it's just like another way for people to right. fight. That's perfect. Yeah, It's nice that we can't even get along when it comes to space exploration. The thing that should be uniting all of us all the time, because I would love to do it. Although, once again, they're not going to invite us. Uh, but that's okay. We could go on a private space trip. Uh, maybe. Not, I'm, not gonna go, I'm not going with Elon Musk. I don't want to do it. You're fine. You're not a 90-pound woman. He won't yeah. come looking for you who's shaped like a cigarette filter. All right. We did just get invited to go skydiving in Boston. Though. No, I was not invited to go skydiving well, No, no, in we're Boston. all invited. We're no, all invited. Uh, no, you, Marcus, and Henry were invited. He looked at me and uninvited me. No, no, he said that you can sit next to the pilot. That's not That's skydiving. even better. That's you fine. don't have to jump. That's, That's fine. Better. It's That's not skydiving. because you, that- you don't have to jump out of the plane. No, but then it's not skydiving. It's, uh, if if I'm, I'm just on a plane and I'm going to watch you guys. I just Good don't Lord. want, I don't want to jump out of the plane. He was no. concerned for your safety because, no, and it's that. not your fault. No, you just are different did. body types. It was slightly like where you looked at me like, hey, you guys should come sky. You, and then he said, not to you. He said, not you, Ben. Because you're a monster. We're just smaller. It's just you. Just it's your safety. It's sad. I am going. I will never go. And also, you took a helicopter ride this yeah, past weekend. It's, it's amazing helicopter. you're still alive. Yeah. Never do that again. <laughs> well, because he's New York you're City. Small enough for a, t- yeah. a helicopter ride. Yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. you could fit in a little bit. Everything is regulated in New York City. You can't even have a little lemonade stand. But for some reason, the helicopter rides. It's all fair game. You can do whatever you want. I could just buy a helicopter and be like free rides. It was a tour. He the guy was like to your left. There's a Statue of Liberty. To your right, there's Ellis Island. And right over there is where Buddy Velastro filmed Cake Boss. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's all That's all that matters in New York. <laughs> well, that's, isn't that a landmark on par with the Statue of Liberty? What I will say, I do think that it's important for our skies to remain unregulated. <laughs> Thank you, Henry Zabrowski. 
Um, all right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. I think we love you. Uh, that's number one. Yeah. Number two, you can find us on social media. Ben Kissel, Ben Kissel 1, Henry Loves You, Dr. Fantasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You find us on that fucking bullshit. I did take the Twitter off my phone, so I'm not even looking at it, but it is nice to be yes. freed from the yuck. Of looking yeah, well, at it all the time. I mean, honestly, I like the Insta story because you got you can talk and then people can hear you, and that's kind of fun. I like uh, seeing their faces. Yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah, I guess that's basically it. Thanks for giving to the Patreon, everyone. That's always very nice of you to do that. If you want to go do that, you can find us patreon.com. I believe it's backslash last podcast on the left. We'll talk to you soon. Hail yourself. Hail Satan. And if you're going to live, then why aren't you laughing? Uh, and if you're not laughing, you better be loving. Consensually. It's actually very nice. Thank you. Sofas, recliners, love seats, everything is better in leather. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley, where bold meets durable. And wait a minute, who's been finger painting on the couch again? That's okay. Leather is easy to clean. The new leather collection at Ashley is built with the durability you need for the whole family. Yes, pets too. Luxury is meant to be livable. Shop chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This is right here. What would you do if another extra hour of your day? I mean, well, obviously I'd get some nunchuck training in. Oh, I'd make love to my wife. That takes about nine. That's a full nine minutes of that hour. And then I would probably uh, go to get a donut. And then I'd probably yell at my parents. But a lot of us wish we had more time. The question is time for what? I don't know. What works for you? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. You know that question? They're like, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? You know, and like, you know, when I answer it's, of course, I would grind the government to a standstill with my giant machine of my making in secret for many years. But a lot of people get mad at that. And it's really hard to do that in a job interview or like when you're meeting somebody's like your significant other's parents for the first time. So, and you might actually want to think of starting therapy. So give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-A-S-T-P-O-D.